BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. No! They talk about the Cowboys every day. You understand there's 31 other NFL teams. How many Major League Baseball teams are there? 30? 32 NHL teams. They only talk about the Cowboys. How about that? They're America's team. And by the way, it's all just marketing. Have you watched the documentary on America's team or the football life? It was just marketing. It was the late 70s. But the football guys didn't like it. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hey, welcome everybody to the RP Show. It is a Thursday, August 12th in the year of our Lord, 2021. RP here, Moose there. How are you doing, Moose? I'm really good. I see that you are in a Winnipeg state of mind. I am. Yeah. I am. Let's get the comments going for those watching, streaming on YouTube and Facebook. Where are you watching from today? I see Chris Bird chiming in from King City, Ontario. I've never heard of King City, Ontario. Makes me want to pull out my phone, check Google Maps, I know. find out where it is. Let us know where you're watching from today if you're watching on digital streaming. And, of course, uh, we are live on Game Plus television across all 10 provinces and 31 states, uh, anchored out of Toronto. And we're looking forward to hearing from those cats today, whoever's uh, flying the ship there, mission control. I got the fan on in here. Yeah. It's hot. A little warm. And that's good. I'm okay with that. It's, uh, it's August. It should be. But, whew. A little early in the day to have the fan on, wouldn't you say? Yeah, and yet when I woke, it, it's moving quick. The needle's moving fast because it was a little chilly this morning. Yeah, that's what they're saying. Very early. So today uh, it's going to be fun. Uh, there's a lot of um, things going on. The guests today are former NFL wide receiver Tory Gurley, dear close friend of mine, former Green Bay Packer, Cleveland Brown wide receiver, and Toronto Argonaut. Tory's going to be with us later in hour one, then in hour two. Cole Sillinger, he of the hockey-playing Sillinger family. His dad owns the NHL record for playing for the most teams, which, hey, you got to be famous for something, and I think he's proud of that. 12 games, uh, sorry, 12 teams over 18 seasons. This is Mike Sillinger. His son Cole's a first-round pick of the Columbus Blue Jackets. Went 12th overall to the Jackets, and uh, he'll be with us in hour two, so I'm looking forward to that. Right here in the bunker, because as you know, we are in the 
Bermuda Triangle of the National Hockey League. This is where all the hockey players come from. It's summertime, and they're home. So nice of Cole to spend some time with us. But let's hit the quick six show topics, please, if you don't mind. <laughs> Producer Clark and Director Jordan. Um, my quick six, Darren, looks like a chicken scratch. It looks like Jerry Jones notes on Dak Prescott. <laughs> there's arrows. They're scratched out. Like I did this at 6 o'clock this morning. Mountain. It's now 10 mountain. That's four hours ago. You know how much has changed? Yeah. So that's the beautiful thing about daytime sports talk. Uh, by the way, the warm-up is brought to you by E. Cole Electric. Come check out our new Regina Data and Lighting Center. E. Cole Electric, let's get to work. Uh, we got sucked in on one thing. And thank God, Nelson, our content creator, I got sucked. I won't pull any of you guys in on Deshaun Watson being released. I guess it was, it was from a comedian's account, not a phony account, that Deshaun Watson was released. And what's kind of by the Houston Texans. Now, I don't think anybody would be surprised by that. But you want to know something ironic? I got a call yesterday from a coach in Texas about Deshaun Watson and other things. And I thought the timing of this is interesting. We're all waiting for the shoe to drop. If you had heard that Deshaun Watson was released, would you be shocked? Yes, but not. I wouldn't. But not. But not like shocked as in this isn't a possibility. I'd have been shocked that. Okay, I guess they really couldn't find a partner to make a trade, so they let him go. That happens all the time because we know Deshaun Watson's valuable. But yeah, not out of the realm of possibilities. And it just happens that you had the call yesterday, so your mind's in this. Okay, he's on the he's block, gone. and then the news comes down, so I can see how it's extremely believable. And what the coach said to me was. Because they don't expect Deshaun Watson will play with the Texans. He said the only reason he's in camp is so that he's not getting fined $50,000 a day. And I said, well, when are they going to trade him? And the coach said, who's going to take him? Nobody's going to take this guy with the PR nightmare that would follow. So, again, I get sucked in by a comedian's account today that Deshaun Watson's released by the Houston Texans. Would you be surprised? No, I, I would not have been surprised. But anyways, I del- and so was a scout, by the way, who texted me from another... U.S. state, a southwestern state. I'm not going to name him. You got sucked in too, Mr. Scout. Because <laughs> he's like, here's my top four landing spots for Deshaun Watson. That's how I learned of all this. I'm not going to... We're leaving the poll up. Yep, we're going to leave it up. But the scout said his top four were the Raiders, Broncos, 49ers, and Patriots. Doesn't matter. As of today, Deshaun Watson's still a Houston Texan, but I don't think he's going to play there. So here's the poll for uh, Capital Automall Universal Collision Center. Where does Deshaun Watson sign next? We're just going to leave it up because he's not staying in Houston. Uh, leading the poll, the New England Patriots with 36%. That is on uh, Twitter. I don't think we have Facebook results yet. Uh, Eagles are next, 30%. Raiders and Broncos each 17%. So, and that's not even one of my points to the quick six. That's just what all what's gone down today. And as it turns out, it's fake news. So anyways, the number one is the Blue Jays routing the Angels last night, 10-2. Shohei Otani hit his major league leading 38th home run. But the Blue Jays hit it out of the park more, including two from George Springer and a grand slam from Teoscar Hernandez to defeat the Angels 10-2 last night. Lourdes Gurriel also homered for Toronto. They've won 12 of 14. You saw this coming, you. I did. You're good, you. I did. Um, It's still... You're good, you. It's a mountain to get to 100, though, right? I still think that needs to be the target, 100 wins. I think they can get there, but they've got to win roughly 10 out of every 12 games. And they're moving that way, 
But, yeah, they're good. Good, good ball club. Rookie Alec Manoa struck out 11 and won for the fourth time in his last five starts. They'll do it again tonight. Shohei Otani starts on the mound for the Angels. Jerry Hales checks in from New Brunswick, and she says, oh, my goodness, your desk is so full. I think there's a certain charm to our desk, a certain je ne sais quoi. It's going to stay the way it is for now. Uh, Point two, Field of Dreams. Everybody's talking about this. We all watched the movie. He was two when it came out. You've seen it. Oh, yeah. So if you're, that's the ball field in Iowa. If you build it, they will come, which we've been saying in sports ever since for the last 32 years because it was such a great saying from that movie. So uh, the diamond is built, and now they will come. Jose Abreu, Aaron Judge, and all to Iowa more than three decades after Field of Dreams became a hit. One of the most famous cornfields in Hollywood history finally gets the opportunity to host real big league ball tonight. The Yankees play the White Sox in tiny Dyersville, Iowa, next to the actual site used in the 1989 film, which starred Kevin Costner, James Earl Jones, Ray Liotta, and Amy Madigan. However, the stars tonight will be Giancarlo Stanton and Eloy Jimenez. A crowd of about 8,000 is expected a year after the pandemic postponed the original plans to play at the specially built field. So where can we watch that tonight? I assume ESPN's got it. I assume. That's really cool. Yeah. Really, really cool. It's cool for those players, right? But what a movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I forgot Ray Liotta was in that. This is CNN. James Earl Jones. Yeah. A stud, that guy. Oh, I know. Uh, point three. NFL preseason begins in earnest tonight with a pair of games. You might want to get uh, around a TV for that. They're saying, by the way, number ones, number ones going for the Washington football team. That's what Riverboat Ron Rivera is saying tonight. Ryan okay. Fitzpatrick gets the start for Washington tonight. Uh, they're playing New England, and Cam Newton's going for them. That's one of two games, and then it's the Eagles and the Steelers and the other. How fast is time going by? It was one week ago tonight, the Hall of Fame game in Canton, Ohio. One week ago tonight. It's, yeah. It's insane. It is very insane. So there's two games there. Uh, point four. Oh, thank you for that, Chris Bird, watching in King City, Ontario. He says, BMO attendance for Argos game on August 21st will be capped at 27,547. Are you joking? Isn't that the capacity of BMO Field? Are you making a funny? Yeah, like, they're not going to be turning people away, are they? Is that what we're saying? Capped. <laughs> um, mm. But, hey, you'd be lucky to get 27000 What are you talking about capped? Did you add a digit? But wait, that's a great way to get people to, to come to the game. It's exclusive. FOMO. There's only 27000 available, so make sure you get yours now, right? Get your ticket. Michael Gregory checking in from New, New, Orleans, New Orleans, Louisiana. He says the Field of Dreams game is on Fox tonight. Okay. We have that channel, too. Uh, so, yeah, point four, week two in the Canadian Football League opens tonight. I see that the fans of the Lions and the Stampeders are chiming in. Uh, that is, what, 730 Mountain kickoff at McMahon Stadium. This one's going to be a laugher, folks. I saw Milt Stiegel talking about it on SportsCenter. Milton said that the Stamps are favored by seven. It should be way more than that. And, you know, it's funny. You can morph into NFL talk with that if you want. Like, they're talking about the Jets and putting all the eggs in the Zach Wilson basket. And anybody who's starting a rookie in the National Football League. Peyton Manning had a 71% efficiency rating as a rookie in the National Football League. Look it up. So there's nothing against Nathan Rourke. 
But he's going in to take on a motivated Bo Levi Mitchell and probably a very angry Calgary Stampeders team. I think this is going to get ugly fast tonight. So I'm not big into betting lines and all the rest. I'm not. Calgary's going to mop the floor with him tonight. And I hope people buy a ticket and go uh, to McMahon Stadium and watch. What's your read on the game? Yeah, I mean, Calgary is going to play well. But on the other side, they really need to control time of possession because... In week one, they didn't have any, especially in the first half, right? Didn't have the ball, 2-0, So they can put a couple of drives together in the opening half and in that first quarter. They don't have to put a lot of points on the board, but if they can put a few drives together, yeah. they got a shot to, to stay in there because, as we've seen, they've get, they get better as the game goes along. I see Jeff, the Stamps fans, watching, and he's going to uh, love this. I don't even want to say it, but I'll say it. After the Calgary loss... To the Argos on Saturday, I don't know if you were watching the panel, the TSN panel. They're like, oh, is this the year? Is this the year the Stampeders slide back? We've been saying that for how long? Yeah. At least 10 years. So I'm not going to get sucked into them losing at home 23-20 to the Toronto Argonauts to think that the John Huffnagel Cinderella pumpkin showed up. This is the guy... Sitting at the roulette table. Okay, this time it's red. Okay, this time it's going red. And every time it's black. Every time it's black. They're, they're going to win. I mean, Calgary is... It's, they're going to be a good team. You can't bet against the Stampeders. You just can't. Uh, from Wayne and Victoria, writing on the Prairie Mobile text line. Hi, Rod. I'm on the road from Calgary to Regina and can't get your listen live feed on rodpeterson.com. I'll watch the show later. I'm excited to see the riders on Saturday in Mosaic Stadium. Have a great show. See, they always write me, right? Thank you, Wayne, for alerting me to the fact our Listen Live feed is not working. Clark tells me that it should be working. Hit refresh. Try it again. Well, he's not listening, so... He's gone. He gone. If he's actually gone. Should I try and find it and see I'm gonna, if it's working? I, I'll work on it. You, you host the show, I'll work on that. Oh, okay. Can I do my job here? Okay. <laughs> Rick Reschenthaler says, I'm watching on my break at Canada Post. I appreciate that. Watch out for the dogs. Uh, C. Harvey from uh, YouTube says, enjoy the game tomorrow, Rod. I had to give up my ticket because of work has me out in Brandon for the week, but I'm actually really looking forward to listening to Knuckles call it instead. Oh, yeah. Bob Irving, Doug Brown, Recycle Anywhere, Blue Bombers football on 680 CJOB. Manitoba's Information Superstation. But we'll be at the game. I'm still trying to decide what I'm going to wear. I'll probably buy some bomber gear, by the way, uh, Darren. Yeah. But I don't know if I'll wear I really like the blue and the sort of sand tone. I'm a fan. But deep down, I'm cheering for the Argos. So I'm in a glass case of emotion and with what to wear to the football game. Right. Uh, by the way, that's point five going to Winnipeg. So we covered that. Did you find it? Yeah. Is it not working? It appears to not be working. Clark! Did you turn your... It appears to not be working. Clark! It's a me problem. It's a you problem. Clark, I will apologize on behalf of Darren and on behalf of Wayne and everybody else. Bob's your uncle. Clark! (laughs) It's a me problem. It's a you problem. Clark, I will apologize on behalf of Darren and on behalf of Wayne and everybody else. (laughs) 
Why, look how, how red he is if right now. Look at him. If you're watching the show for the first time. He's as red as a goalpost. Can you how tell? about that? Spicy. Uh, Jamie Anstey says, I turned 30. Jamie's watching in uh, Cole Harbor, Nova Scotia. I turned 38 yesterday, Rod. What was your favorite 38-year-old moment? I'd have to think about that for a minute. Don't put me on a spot like that. Uh, point six. CFL came out with their list of uh, disciplinary. What do they call it? Supplementary discipline? Yeah. And Jordan Williams, who we're quite fond of here at the Rod Peterson Show. For sure. Linebacker for the BC Lions got fined for his helmet-to-helmet hit on uh, Cody Fajardo. Uh, On Friday night, Canada's quarterback, if you will, Cody Fajardo. Can I say this, Moose? Few things came to mind when I saw that that Jordan Williams had been fined. Number one, the Riders sure lobbied hard enough for it. Dickinson said it again yesterday. Oh, yeah. Cody said it the other day, and maybe it was after the game. He's not a big enough name yet to get a call like that. Can I just say this? Having broadcast over 400 games in the Canadian Football League, and he's my favorite player in football. Okay, Cody Fajardo, when he was scrambling around the goal line and came around off tackle right. And he got hit by Jordan Williams. I didn't think a thing about it. I didn't think that was dirty at all. Right. <laughs> no, and I didn't either. And I don't think it was. You've got a court, like, you got to think of the game we were in, right? This was a really tight game. The Lions were working their way back, right? And if you get Cody behind the goal line for a safety, that completely changes the game. Mm-hmm. A huge turning point. Get the ball back, two points. Lions might win that football game. So you got Jordan Williams coming in, trying to make a play, win a football game. He's not trying to take his head off here. Yeah. He's trying to stop him from getting out of the goal line. Now, maybe they didn't see the helmet-to-helmet part of it um, on the replay enough, or maybe they weren't looking for that part of it. They were looking for, is he across the line of scrimmage, or where is he? But that's what supplemental disciplines here to do, right? Just to, if it's not taken care of on the field, take care of it afterwards. Well, somebody said that the officiating department had sent out a statement earlier in the week saying that it wasn't an illegal hit, and now he gets fined. I don't know. But if you want to know why Cody Fajardo wasn't tackled in the end zone and why he wasn't hurt, it's because he plays on God's team. You realize that, right? That's right. You should play on God's team. It's, we win. We win. All the time. So... Sprinkles of Jesus were happening there. They won the game. Come on. When, when are you going to people realize And you're not, you're not talking about the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. I think that's... No, right? he's on Team God. That's my point. Not the Saskatchewan right, Rough Riders. exactly. I think some yeah. people might have heard that and thought, oh, the Saskatchewan Rough Riders don't always win. You're not somebody you're talking about. No. You're on, he's if on Cody actual... Fajardo got traded to the Shreveport Pirates, he'd still be playing on Team God. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Uh, I think that's got it. It was a fun opening segment, a fun warm-up for Ecold Electric. Tori Gurley is in next. Cole Sillinger in hour two. You're watching the Rod Peterson Show on Game Plus TV, YouTube and Facebook Live and 24-hour sports radio for Suds full-service car wash. Your car deserves it at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, Just ahead of Tori Gurley, did you have something to say? You put your hand in the air. Yeah. 
Well, just what do you got? My defense. It came from director Jordan. Are he we says, still on this? He says the Listen Live may not be working on Chrome or Android. <clears throat> Moving on. Trenton, Norway. Norway calling. The riders need to be ready for Hamilton. The Bombers made them hungry. Fajardo needs Moz to let him go down the field more and let Powell run the ball. I'm stopping right there. They're one and all, and they're criticizing the, the play calling. Yeah. Stop the world. I want to get off. And Ricky, Ricky Kazama writes in and says the tailgating bash will be happening again at Ballers Rec Room parking lot four hours prior to kickoff Saturday for the Ryder game. I drove by there on Saturday morning, and it still smelled like a party <laughs> 12 hours after their tailgate party. Okay. So, yeah, week two in the uh, CFL kicks off tonight, BC at to Calgary. And National Football League, as we bring in Tory Gurley, gets going in earnest tonight with a pair of preseason games. Pittsburgh at Philly, Washington at New England. Hey, I almost didn't recognize you. You look smarter. What's up with the specs, Tori? What's up? I'm getting old. <laughs> right. What are you, 35 now? Have you hit 35 yet? Not yet. I'll be 34 in November, but uh been working on the computer since COVID, and my eyes are starting to get bad, so I have to start wearing glasses because if not, I'll be out here <laughs> running into people. Well, you look good. You, you always look good. Hey, I got to ask you this. Tonight, Washington, New England, Cam Newton versus Ryan Fitzpatrick. They're playing the ones, both sides. That's pretty wild for a preseason game one, wouldn't you say? No, both teams need this dress rehearsal. It's been a while since uh, these guys had action. You know, Cam went down due to injury last year. And um, what they have with the Washington football team is they're trying to integrate a new quarterback into the system and everybody need these live reps. So I think it's a great opportunity for these guys to go out and showcase themselves on a, on a big platform on NFL network tonight. How do we feel about, well, let's go with the Patriots because that's the one nobody wants to talk about Washington. Everybody wants to talk about the Patriots. Like it looks like there is a mad scramble for the number one job there. And did you think that Mac Jones would be this close to stealing the job from Cam Newton this early? That's scary. Um, I thought Cam, with him being a veteran, he would be able to fend off Mac Jones. But um, Bill Belichick, he doesn't play favorites when it comes to the best man playing. Uh, Once upon a time, there's a guy named Drew Bledsoe. He was the highest paid quarterback in the NFL, and he was replaced by this dude named Tom Brady. You know, whoever heard of this guy? And um, literally, the you know the rest is history. We all know what happened with the Patriots and Tom Brady's career, and the same thing that can happen with. you know, with Tom Brady and Drew Brees, the same thing can go down with Mac Jones and Cam Newton. Um, even at one point, Jimmy G was pushing uh, Tom Brady to be even a, a greater player. So uh, New England wants to get back in the driver's seat of being a winning football team because, you know, I'm quite sure those guys weren't used to watching the playoffs at home like everyone else this past fall. Well, I wonder if football's or sports is ever going to get back to normal after COVID. If, if, if it's permanently shaken up the game. So you got your ones playing tonight in preseason game one in that game. But then we just find out this morning the Giants aren't going to play Daniel Jones this weekend. And the Packers aren't going to play your boy Aaron Rodgers all preseason. What do you think about that announcement? Yeah, I was just there in Green Bay a couple days ago. And um, I saw that coming. You know, obviously Aaron is a is a bit. So uh, as long as he's around the building, you know, that's the only thing that mattered to that organization. But with Daniel Jones, um, I'm kind of shocked. I figured he would be a guy that gets in and gets some reps because um, his career has been up and down. And 
uh, he's coming into a contract year. So th this is a major year for him. So um, I guess, you know, every team has their own way of doing things. But, you know, if I have a young quarterback, I, I got to get him out there and give him those reps because uh, once this thing kicks off in September, all the games really do count. What do you think? And should we believe, by the way, what we're hearing out of Chicago, that Justin Fields might be the best quarterback of the bunch? I mean, he hasn't played a game yet. But you're seeing the reports, right? Like they're seriously considering starting him in week one. And they got Andy Dalton there. Does it surprise you that Fields is uh, faring so well in his first camp? So let me give you guys a little background story. So I, obviously, you know, I'm working with a lot of high school kids and I've been traveling around the country. And I've been to Ohio State at least three or four times. Literally, I, and I'm, I met with the head coach, Ron Day, every time, as well as the quarterback coach, uh, Coach Dennis. Justin Fields is that guy. Like, it, it scares me, like, how talented this guy is. Like, he slipped in a draft. We don't know why, but everything happens for a reason. I'm happy he's not in New York because he would have to deal with that dumpster fire up there. But with him being in Chicago, they're a quarterback away from being a contender. And he's a guy that I'm not saying he's going to go out here and go light it up. But he can have one of those breakout years where we saw with the RG3 Saw with the, uh, you know, with a Dak Prescott, his rookie year. Um, I, I feel like he's going to have one of those type years where he puts the league on notice because the Bears defensively are stout. I mean, it's kind of hard to move the ball on. They just didn't have anyone that can quarterback them out of a, out of a bad situation. So having a dynamic player like Justin Fields, he's my he's my worst nightmare as a Packer fan. I feel like the Bears <laughs> could easily win a division. Well, then you weren't. Was it was the Orange Bowl, wasn't it? That he threw five touchdowns and they upset Clemson last year, and it still wasn't enough to move him up in the draft. Like, what did GMs and scouts have against this guy? Obviously, you weren't surprised by his showing in that game. No, and he was playing with broken ribs. You know, all those <laughs> touchdown passes he threw, his ribs were they were broken, all of them. So the guy is he's a football player. He loves it. He's a great guy. Um, I've had an opportunity to speak with him. Very impressive. And, you know, he's one of those players where he can have a breakout year like a Kyler Murray or a Russell Wilson where he jumps on the scene and is like, holy cow, I'm a, I'm a Bears fan now. So um, he, I, I, I truly believe in this guy. Man, Tori, I feel like we could go on. We could rack up a phone bill, me and you, right here talking about this stuff because uh, I want to go back to the Green Bay thing. But what about Cleveland? Have you been in Cleveland? This summer, I haven't been haven't been to Cleveland yet, but I've spoke with uh, a lot of scouts and guys that's on the team. Obviously, Jadavion Clowney, and you know it, it's all going to fall on the shoulders of Baker Mayfield. Uh, the defense is stout. Um, they open up with the Kansas City Chiefs this year, so that's going to be a, me a a measuring stick type of game where you can see um, how you stack up against the champs. But it all falls back on him. You have Odell Beckham on offense. You have Jarvis Landry. You have Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt. I mean, this team is loaded. It's all going to fall on Baker Mayfield, so we will see. Yeah, well, who has of your teams, and he, Tory, by the way, played for more than Green Bay and Cleveland, but he just considers himself alum of those two because you played for them the most. Who has more wins, Green Bay or Cleveland? Ooh, That's I'll go one. with Green Bay. I think... Uh, I think Green Bay should go, you know, 12 and 5 or 13 and 4. It wouldn't shock me. Like every year, they're a great regular season team. The, their nemesis has been the NFC Championship game. And 
uh, one of the problems they have is, you know, stopping stopping guys on defense, you know, or stopping the run. That's been their nemesis getting pushed around, and we'll see if those guys can uh, step up at the plate and, and, and make a difference. But, um, you know, everybody want to see Aaron Rodgers get back to the Super Bowl because I feel like if he gets there, he will win it. But it, it's just been a struggle to get over that hump over the past few years for him. I'm just uh, trying to look it up here. Here, projected wins. This is from CBS Sports. The Chiefs projected most wins at 12. Packers 11. Browns 10. So that's a couple of – that's all good teams. And, but, but all anybody cares about is the uh, America's team, the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> Nine wins projected by CBS Sports. We've got some drama cooking already. <laughs> and Oxnard, how are you feeling about the Dallas Cowboys, Tori? I think that Prescott is hurt. Um, you know, they're trying to do damage control and come up with these different tweaks and excuses. But, um, you know, whenever that stuff comes out about an MRI and someone's shoulder, especially a quarterback, you know, that's a bad, it's just a bad sign. And we definitely don't want to see that because we all love Dak Prescott. He's a great guy, team leader. And, you know, you want to see every team be as healthy as possible going into the regular season. But if you're already down your number one quarterback, the chances of those guys beating on the beating the Buccaneers or or winning nine games this year is slim to none. So, um, you know, I, hopefully he has a speedy recovery. And because I want to see Dallas, you know, at their best, you know, I don't want to see backups playing in the regular season because we all know how that hamstrings offense. And, you know, you really can't do as much as you want to do because now you're you're spoon feeding your quarterback instead of just letting him play and, and be himself. Well, I don't know. I mean, last year they signed Andy Dalton and I was excited in the red rifle, but the team just went, Pow! as you know, when Dak got hurt. And then this year they brought back Dan Gilbert and, uh, I call him Danny Bonaducci. Yeah, Ben Danucci. <laughs> um, but they didn't really upgrade, and we didn't know that Dak was even going to be 100%. And it's not his ankle now, it's his arm, but whatever. <clears throat> They'll be fine because it's America's team. Um, I don't assume you watched Hard Knocks the other night. Did you or did you? I've watched bits and pieces of it. Um, you know, what are you going to talk about? Mike McCarthy's speech? Yeah, go ahead. What would you think? <laughs> it wouldn't surprise you. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, that that was scripted. You know, I, you know, if I, you know, I, when I see him, I would tell him, just be yourself, Mike. You know, I understand you're on television, and you know, Jerry Jones is, you know, he's around you is a lot different from being in Green Bay. But you know, I I remember Mike as being a coach that was hard nosed, and you know, he really uh, pushed us to be great. And then when I saw that, you know, that clip, and you know, I watched it a few times on social media that. That wasn't him. You know, I just think that was something he practiced for cameras. And, you know, it's just not as authentic as what everybody, you know, what he needs to be, especially being a head coach. Uh, Can we bring in Moose, by the way, because he said the exact same thing. Do you please tell Tori what you No, really. It just seemed awkward. It seemed like he was, you know, trying to do what he thought a coach was supposed to do. And he wasn't he wasn't authentic at all. It was really awkward. The whole the whole show and the way he conducted himself was really awkward. Yeah, sometimes less is more. And, you know, just tell guys, hey, man, let's get after it. One day at a time, you know, let's keep working, let's keep grinding. But, you know, having this big speech or whatever is just – I, that you know that rubbed me the wrong way, but hey, it's for TV. You know that's why we're on here talking about it. <laughs> you know, yeah, that's why we're on Rod's show and it's a segment. <laughs> you're saying that's not him, though. 
You know a different no. Mike McCarthy. Absolutely. Yeah. And he, he's not that that's not that guy. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, I watched the news conference from camp in Hard Knocks and Jerry Jones did all the talking. And McCarthy, why was he even there? Like, I don't even like Mike McCarthy. And I'm like, Jerry, can you let your coach talk? This is my team. But we're dysfunctional, all right? We're a dysfunctional <laughs> family trying to hold it together and win a sixth Super Bowl, which we probably will. Uh, by the way... <laughs> You got something on that before we move on? Yeah, you got, you guys gonna buy tickets to the Super Bowl? <laughs> sure, uh, yeah. Well, we might, we might. <laughs> you're going, see you there. Yeah, you're just buying tickets. <laughs> We're gonna be there no matter what, Tori, and you can come to our Super Bowl party. I'm just looking at some of these viewers here. Adam Ridlow says, "Good morning from the Hammer. Can't wait for Week Two in the CFL. I love watching your shows live during my vacation." Uh, Cindy Girl is in Pittsburgh. She says, good morning, Rod. I'm really excited about the Pittsburgh Philly game tonight. Go Steelers. Tori, you are a long ways from old. You look fabulous. That's from Cindy Girl. Uh, so, yeah, she's a smart one with a good eye. Uh, we open week two in the CFL tonight, Tori. Last point. How did you feel about week one? Uh, quality of play, results, and all that. I was definitely happy to see the game. First of all, I was happy to see the guys back out there on the field. You know, I, I feel like it's been the longest training camp for those players because, you know, it, it's, you know, we had to go through COVID. Then there was so many guys to get injured during camp. And, you know, some of these upset wins, like, you know, <laughs> Bo Levi talking about it was going to be an easy win with, him, you know, Calgary versus Toronto. And with Toronto going in there and getting the dub, that was huge. Um also seeing, you know, Ottawa with the big win versus Edmonton. Um, I definitely want to see my guy Trevor Lawrence get back on track. Uh, not Trevor, Trevor Harris get back on track um, because that was, you know, I, we got to put up more than 12 points, Trev. You know, I love him and I know he can light it up, at least put 28 on the board and, and, and have the defense to pin their ears back and go after the guys. So, um, and then I was shocked to see Hamilton lose the way they did. Like, you know, when I played a few years ago, those guys were strong coming out of the gate. But Winnipeg went out there and put it on them. So um, it's going to be exciting to see how everyone looks and bounce back in week two. Absolutely. Tori, always great seeing you. Fantastic analysis. You're the best on the continent. My best to Kim and uh, the whole crew. And uh, can't wait to chat with you next time. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me. You bet, bud. Tori Gurley joining us, our NFL analyst on the RP Show, NFL CFL alum. We have to break. Sports update coming up. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus Television Network, YouTube and Facebook Live, streaming and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now back to the studio with Rob. Welcome back. Remember that lady yesterday in Toronto? What, Deb, I think? She's okay. like, I love when you guys veer off to crazy town because you just get real. Well, something just got Darren, got, tickled your fancy. Yeah. Just peeled your banana. Uh, so before I get into the sports update, Please tell the viewers. Well, I was just, I checked Adam Schefter's Twitter feed and the New England Patriots prior to tonight's game against Washington are going to switch Mac Jones's number. He's been listed all camp and on the roster as number 50. He's a quarterback. 
They've listed him at number 50, but they're going to switch him prior to the game tonight back to number 10, which I believe was his number at Alabama. Yeah. So, and I said to you in the break that they put him in number 50 in training camp. Bill Belichick did, going back to the OTAs yeah. and the rookie mining camp to emasculate him. It was, uh, you're a rookie quarterback. We're not giving you a quarterback number. We're going to give you some random linebacker number. till you earn a jersey change, which clearly he has because he's going to switch to number 10 tonight. Which to me was no big deal. I'm like, whatever. And you were like, do you think that's right? And I'm like, no, but it's Bill Belichick. This guy's a jerk. Like, I, everybody fanboys over Bill Belichick. I hope I never meet him and probably never will because he seems like such a jerk. So for him to emasculate a rookie like that doesn't really surprise me. Right. But you also know my longstanding tradition when it came to rookies too so maybe i'm not much better tell the people about that yeah like it was forever you would never interview a rookie wouldn't do it you know and i'm surprised now this is when you you know whether it was football hockey whatever i mean now you've interviewed Connor bedard as a rookie at 15 but like that right. was kind of groundbreaking that's different that, that was different but you never interviewed a rookie so i guess they had to earn it too <laughs> so you and bill i think a little yeah. bit maybe that doesn't surprise cut me. from the same cloth Surprises that? me a little bit that you're like, hey, I hope I don't meet Bill Belichick. Because I think, I think you guys get in the same room. You guys would connect like this. I really eh, do. I've I seen know. a lot of these times when Bill's in doing different segments when he's not, you know, at a, at a report or, you know, right at the microphone. And he seems more relaxed. He seems like an actual human being. Same way we feel with, like, John Tortorella. We get that a little bit, too, where this guy's a pretty good well, guy. Sure, and there's a lot of sides to him. There's a lot of sides to me. I was just talking about the Aaron Hernandez documentary the other day and how, <laughs> how terribly I felt for Aaron Hernandez, the former Patriots receiver and found to be a murderer who took his own life. And where Belichick lost me was where I learned in that documentary that Hernandez walked into Belichick's office and said, Coach, I need a trade. I need out of here. I'm, I'm, I'm getting into trouble. I'm hanging out with the wrong crowd. And Belichick's like, there's the door. Be on the field at 11. Didn't care. Right? And that's where Belichick lost me. And, yeah, no, the coaches aren't. <laughs> yeah. I won't say all of them, but they aren't necessarily in it for the players. Whereas a guy like Aaron Hernandez is a guy that those are the types of guys that I work with all the time. And I was also saying this to you because you saw, or not to you, but to, to somebody else of that Hernandez documentary. They interviewed the guy at the jail mm -hmm. when they put Aaron Hernandez in his six by four cell. And he goes, I'd never seen a guy that was so happy to get in the cell. And when I watched that, I'm like, I get it. I get it. Nobody can get at him in there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Safe. It's calm. There's yes. no distractions. Nobody wants anything from me in here. I can just be myself. Hey, I get it. <laughs> but no, not many would. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sports update, George Springer went deep twice and Tiesker, uh, Tiosker Hernandez hit a grand slam in a five-run fifth inning to blow the game open and the Toronto Blue Jays beat the LA Angels of Anaheim 10-2. Lourdes Gurriel Jr. also had a home run as rookie Alec Manoa pitched into the seventh and struck out 11 Angels batters. Today, it's uh, Shohei Otani on the mound for the Angels against the Jays and I don't know who's starting for the Jays. Do you, Clark? It was Stripling up? Oh, Jose Barrios, cool. Or Robbie Ray. How do you like that? Honey, Hannah Montana's dad. Bobby 
Dahlbeck drove in a career-high five runs. Xander Bogarts and Hunter Renfro each had four RBIs, and the Boston Red Sox routed the Tampa Bay Rays 20-8. The Red Sox moved within four games of the AL East-leading Rays with their highest-scoring game since 2015. Florida Panthers have signed recently acquired forward Sam Reinhart to a three-year contract. The 25-year-old was a restricted free agent, was acquired by the Panthers in a trade with the Buffalo Sabres last month. The deal reportedly... An annual average salary of $6.5 million U.S. He's a five-time 20-goal scorer in six full NHL seasons with Buffalo. How happy is he to be out of Buffalo? And by the way, Cole Sillinger coming up next hour from the Columbus Blue Jackets and Medicine Hat Tigers. But remember when Matthew Barnaby and I were talking about Taylor Hall and uh, Jack Eichel? Yeah. We should have pulled that clip. It lives somewhere in... It's in the archives. It's somewhere. in the archive. We're like Jack Eichel and Taylor Hall when they were teammates in Buffalo were like Andy Dufresne and um, Morgan Freeman <laughs> in Shawshank Redemption, digging a tunnel out of <laughs> Buffalo. <laughs> One day the warden just rips that poster back. <laughs> One day Kevin Adams walks in and where's Taylor Hall? <laughs> yeah. uh, he snuck out, Kevin. <laughs> yeah, when you take the poster <laughs> off the wall. Dang, nabbit! It's uh, Jose Barrios. The prized acquisition at the trade deadline for the Toronto Blue Jays against Shohei Otani. It's a lot of games on your tube tonight. CFL, NFL, MLB. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'll wrap it up there. This sports update for the Tap Brewhouse and Drive-Thru Liquor Store and for Ballers Rec Room, Saskatchewan's newest entertainment destination, home of the four-hour Ryder Tailgate Party. Getting it rolling at 4 p.m. Saturday. And for Red Bull Canada, Red Bull gives you wings. Uh, just a few more comments before we break. Jack Fulton in uh, Alberta says, Rod, I also get it. I do alone very well. I love people, but I need alone time. Yeah, well, that's one thing for me time. But Aaron Hernandez had 23 hours of <laughs> me time, right? Mm. Uh, every day. Mm-hmm. But that's why I love getting on the bus with junior hockey, which I don't never want to do it again. But when I did, it was turn the phone off. Yeah. Nobody can get me. It's the best. So, yeah, we get it. We will be back. We will be back with uh, viewer takeover. Hang on. You're watching the RP show on Game Plus TV, YouTube, and Facebook Live and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash at RodPeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Send us your opinions now. We won't victimize you. Unless you really deserve it. Now, back to your host, Rod Peterson. And the Moose is here, too. It's the viewer takeover segment. We're the only show on television doing it. And uh, that's where we listen to you, the viewers. Yep. You can write us on the Prairie Mobile text line. You can write us in uh, Facebook or YouTube as well. Don't forget to pack that, by the way. This text line? Yeah, Yeah, because we're going to Winnipeg. Uh, okay, and okay, we got a lot of good questions coming in here, but Allie in Edmonton, she writes, Aloha, RP Show, and she sends a picture 
of a newspaper stand of the Edmonton Sun with a, like, I can't, it's in here, okay? Yeah, okay. And uh, it's a picture of the Edmonton Elks, a $5 coupon in, in that newspaper stand. And I think it's on the front cover of the Edmonton New, uh, Sun today. And she says, this pic shows Edmonton's trying to get more CFL fans in the seats. Perhaps this might work for the Argos to get more fans in the seats. Tomorrow night, I'll be watching your show while on layover in the Calgary airport to get home for the Riders game. Thanks again for all the awesomeness, entertaining. You never know what to expect. You don't. No. That's, that's another part of the secret sauce of what we have here. Oh, yeah. You don't know the next word out of my mouth. How could you? Yeah. Because I don't know the next word out of my mouth. DG from Saskatoon says, Morning, guys. Looking forward to hours and hours and hours of football this weekend. Keep an eye on Saturday's 49ers Chiefs game, where it was announced yesterday that Dakota Shepley will play most of the game and will be playing center, not guard. A big, big night for him. That guy is something else. Dakota Shepley, man. Yeah, and I've been like intimately following his Instagram yeah. story How's and feed throughout camp. And it just looks awesome. That's a guy that we got to connect with again on the show. Cause it's been far too long and uh, it looks like it's going really well. I mean, and how could it not? I mean, he's, great player. It, he's in one of the greatest places too. Very smart guy. Yeah. Uh, John Ohm, Ohm in Winnipeg says, I need in all caps, the itinerary of the RP show visit in Winnipeg. He's on the schedule. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because we are going to plan a meet and greet in Winnipeg for you and I uh, prior to the Bombers game tomorrow night. So unfortunately, we're not going to be allowed to bring you guys into our live show inside Canada Life Centre. It's uh, They're not letting anybody in who's not double vaxxed and we have to put people on a list and it's, it's a whole process. But we'll be in the arena doing the show, but we'll do a meet and greet um, before the game. Somewhere. Um, I don't know if we want to talk about where yet because it's not booked. Well, but we can. You people in Winnipeg, please let me know through the variety of channels that I outlined earlier where you think that we should go. Because, because right now I've got two locations in mind Hooters, Obvi, Obvi, and the Pony Corral, the one right by the stadium. You tell me which will work. I'm a little partial to Hooters. Yeah. I think that's yeah. where I want to go for the pregame meal, okay. too. So we're probably thinking, you know, 5 o'clock to 7.30 kickoff. 4.30 yeah. maybe we got to be at Hooters. Well, what, But we're going to tweet it. Okay, it's going to be on our Twitter feed, and we'll put it on Instagram um, tomorrow early in the day so you'll know where the meet and greet is. And we'll tell you about it tomorrow during the show, but we're going to do a meet and greet uh, before the football game. Um, Jeff, the Stamps fan, says, Dearest Rod, do you have an update on the sale of the Stamps? Dearest Jeff, no. Nothing since two days ago when I said the Flames have been trying to sell the Stampeders for a year and a half to two years. They have found a buyer. When this is going to go down, I have no idea. There is more, and I appreciate you asking. Like, for instance, the guy that told me the other day, he said the value of franchises has gone way down in the Canadian Football League. I don't think that would surprise anybody. But let's not get into a daily update on the sale of the Calgary Stampeders. This could this could percolate well into the offseason and probably will. They usually do. James in Borden, Manitoba says, Hooters all the way. Uh, Dan, the situation, Cerevelli is watching in Philadelphia. And he says, I'm going to a Jets game next year and definitely not the New York Jets. 
He's talking about the J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. Winnipeg. They're asking for our predictions for week two in the CFL. Are you on for this? We'll do it next hour. Coming back right after this break on Game Plus TV. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.